We are in a pickle here. No, not really. It's Linny Stein from the Gut Academy, where we share our love and our passion for fermenting food. Today we're talking about the pickles. The term pickle, it comes from a Dutch word and it really means brine. In ancient Egypt, people consumed pickles for their nutritional value and because they were thought to enhance beauty. Now to make a classic dill pickle, just cover your clean cucumbers in a clean jar with brine and add dill seeds and garlic. Very fresh, fresh, pick thin and small whole cucumber or your little mini cucumbers, as many cucumbers as you can fit in the bottle. If you do not have a garden of cukes, just soak them in some nice ice water. Some clean water, some fine salt or some kosher salt for traditional Jewish pickle, about two to three tablespoons per litre. One to two tablespoons of pickling spice. We like to use like peppercorns, mustard seeds and fennel seeds. Two to five unpeeled garlic cloves, some fresh dill and some grape leaves because they have the tannin in there and they'll keep your cucumbers nice and crunchy. You can pierce the end if you like of your cucumbers several times with a skewer so the brine will penetrate or just cut off the ends. Place in a jar or crock tall enough to stand the cucumbers up vertically, inserting your garlic cloves and dill as you go. Sprinkle over your pickling spice. Now tuck the grape leaves over your cucumbers. Make sure the tops of the cucumbers are fully submerged in the brine. I'm actually moving my hands here, but you can't see that. I'm showing you how to do it. But leave at room temperature for two to four weeks. That depends on your climate. Oh, beautifully paired with a pastrami on rye sandwich for a savoury crunch. More pickles. Peter Piper picked a peck of pumpkin, pumpkin pickles. So get a litre preserving jar. Now when we're talking preserving, we're talking fermenting. There's a big difference between a preserving as in making a pickle when you add like your uh, sugars and vinegars because with, with fermenting it, produces its own type of vinegar because that's your lacto-fermenting. So you need to have a jar that's oxygen-free. There's the Italian Fido jar, the French Le Parfait jar. So they're, they're designed that they'll keep, keep let, let that CO2, the carbon dioxide, um, gently escape. Three cups of raw organic pumpkin, a quarter of a cabbage sliced, a half a lemon peeled and cubed, a half a cup of green apples, chopped, not peeled. Three shallots, chopped, including the greens. A nice little piece of fresh ginger root, about two centimetres, and chop that one too. Three whole cloves, and get mash those. A star anise, if you like. Ten allspice berries. Three bay leaves. A teaspoon of whole coriander. A teaspoon of mustard seed. And a teaspoon of Himalayan salt. Mix the pieces of pumpkin, the shallots, the apple and cabbage together with the salt and massage it all through for a few minutes. Kneading or massage will release a lot of juice. Salt in the mixture will help you do that too. So when you leave it to ferment, the pumpkin is completely drowned in its own juice. Let this mixture set for about 15 minutes while the salt draws out the liquid. If after the sweating period, the mixture does not look sufficiently moist, Continue to knead for another two to five minutes. 
add the rest of the spices and some lemon. Knead until mixed. Pack very firmly into jar. Add three quarters of a cup of lime juice and extra liquid only if required because it must be completely submerged. Same deal as with any fermentation has to be covered in brine. Leave to sit in a relatively warm place, not too cold, for several days away from direct light, sunlight and UV light. Smell the contents and then taste a sip of the brine. You can take some out with a spoon. It is all sour or fizzy or is it still just salty? If it's just salty, let it continue to ferment. Put the lid back on and let it sit for another day. It usually takes about five days for signs of fermentation to really show or two days depending on your temperature. We're in the tropics so we get bubbles in about two days. We get microbial activity. But exactly how long depends on everything from the quality of the vegetables and the ambient temperature. When pickles are popping or starting to taste sour, then move them to the fridge. Pickles usually taste best after another two to three days in the fridge. You should try them every day to see when you like them best. But they will last for many months without getting mushy. Green tomatoes make excellent pickles. Slice your green tomatoes and put them in a glass jar with some peeled garlic cloves. Then thinly sliced onion and seeded red chilli. Add your spices like mustard seed, coriander or fennel seed. Fill the jar with salt brine and pack with your leaves. Seal air tight and leave out of again your direct UV or sunlight. Let it sit for five to six days for crunchier pickles or four to five weeks and they'll be lot, lot softer. Japanese pickles are nothing like the pickles found in Western cuisine. Japanese um, that means pickled things prepared in a few ways with many different types of foods, from fruit to vegetables to eggs to seeds and even fish. The varieties are endless with literally thousands of types to choose from and hundreds of techniques for making them. Popular vegetables include your Chinese cabbage, your daikon radish, carrots, bamboo, turnips, burdock root, ginger, garlic, Japanese cucumbers and Japanese eggplant. It offers colour and texture and aroma to a meal. The earliest known were, were called fragrant things. Traditional Japanese pickles, there's no vinegar as added. Like all naturally fermented foods, the varying sourness is from the natural vinegar that gets made as part of the fermentation process. So while you can simply put salt and vinegar and and sugar on the vegetables and fruit, not only would that be cheating, but it would cheat you of the full flavour and benefits of the gut and immune system that naturally fermented original versions offer. It is a crunchy, salty, sweet, sour, even spicy bits of goodness that accompany a traditional Japanese meal, especially at the breakfast table. They have a fermented daikon radish Traditionally, it was coloured yellow with the addition of turmeric, or you can add a chunk of red cabbage for a pink colour. There's miso pickles. The oldest known variety of Japanese pickle was made using miso. Miso imparts flavour to vegetables, with the red or white miso giving different results. Miso pickles takes a long time to mature, and many types can ferment for years before eating. The longer the sliced vegetables, 
like carrots and gobo and asparagus and daikon and Japanese cucumbers, can rest in the miso the more fragrant and full of flavour the pickle. So just get your carrots and cut into spears about an inch long and pat dry before embedding in your red miso for at least three months, but preferably longer. Your burdock root, uh, cut into spears about an inch long again and embed into the red miso for at least three months and again, preferably longer. Your asparagus, you can parboil and pat dry before embedding in white miso just overnight. Beef steak leaves. Um, that's your shiso, embedding in a red or white miso for at least one month and use it chopped as a filling for rice balls. Your daikon, just cut those into rounds, about oh, a quarter of an inch thick. You can also cut them into half moon shapes and you just embed it in the red miso for at least three months. Your Japanese cucumbers, you cut into rounds, about a half inch thick salt press, embed in red or white miso for at least four months. Japanese eggplant pickles. About 200 grams of Japanese pickle eggplant, a bulb or one to two teaspoons of freshly grated ginger, a teaspoon of salt, a tablespoon of umisu, that's the Japanese apricot, aka plum vinegar, often quite salty and it's deep red. Slice your eggplants. Remove by soaking the eggplant in water for about 30 minutes. You can weigh down the eggplants in a bowl using a plate or something heavy. Drain well. Gently rub the eggplant slices with a teaspoon of salt. Slice the ginger and rub a little more salt. Alternatively, grate the ginger and salt not required. Mix your eggplant and your ginger together. Carefully squeeze the moisture out of the firmed up ingredients and then discard the liquid. Add the tablespoon of umisu and adjust to taste. There's so many Japanese pickles. I could go on forever. There's the ones that we ferment in rice bran. And they used that's how they used to ferment the pickles in Japan. The Japanese nukuzuk, the vegetables and fruit pickles that are fermented in the rice bran. Nuka means bran and zuk means pickles. They're quick to make and they're offering requiring no more than one night to ferment once the rice bran bed has been properly inoculated but that takes up to a month after that the vegetables you bury in the mix will ferment quickly developing amino acids the glutamic acid will combine with the aspartic acid and voila the gift of fermentation like all japanese pickles these are particularly tasty with a sake or a beer a nice batch of rice bran medium can last for many years if it does become too wet, you just add a little bit of dry rice bran and they make it into a, a fermented rice bran, to make the fermented rice bran bed, sorry, three cups of filtered water plus more for mixing, about three and a quarter ounces of salt, 24 ounces of rice bran, a bread slice, four garlic cloves, two inch piece of ginger and a four inch square dashi kombu, that's your dried kelp and cut that into thin strips. Four dried red peppers, split, split in half and seeds discarded, and assorted started vegetables. In a medium saucepan over medium high heat, combine the water and salt. Until, stir until the salt is dissolved and removed from heat. Let cool to room temperature before using. 
In a large wok or saute pan over medium-low heat, lightly toast the bran until fragrant. Stir around frequently to prevent the bran from browning or burning. The actual cooking time will vary based on the stove or the size of your pan. Allow about 10 minutes for the bran to fully heat through and it'll smell slightly nutty. Remove from heat and let cool to the touch. The bran should feel dry and powdery. Lightly toast the bran. Add the bran to a large container or crock and pour in the brine. Mix well using your hands until the brine is incorporated. Mix in more filtered water as needed until the, the nukodoko resembles damp sand. It won't be too dry and not too watery. And then pour in the cool brine. Add bread, garlic and ginger to a food processor and pulse until finely crumbled and combined. If you do not have a food processor, you can just mince them by hand. Fold in the breadcrumbs, the garlic, the ginger, the seaweed and chilli. Then bury a few vegetables and flatten the surface with your hands. The bran should be neatly compressed. Fold in all the aromatics. Bury a few starter vegetables. Flatten the surface. Cover the container with a lid. Left a jar, thin towel or a couple of layers of cheesecloth and store at room temperature out of direct sunlight. As it is a living, breathing thing, you want to allow plenty of airflow for the bacteria to do their work. Cover with a tea towel or thin cloth to promote good airflow. The next day, scoop up and turn over the bran with your hands a few times from the bottom up to aerate it. If it is summertime or your room temperature is very warm, turn the bran twice a day, once in the morning and once in the evening. Do this every day for as long as you have it. After two days, remove the vegetables and brush off the excess bran. As the bed has not fully fermented yet, the vegetables will be very salty. They are not likely to taste great on their own, but they will not harm you either. Eat them as you wish or simply compost them. Add new starter vegetables and replace them again in two days. Continue using starter vegetables for two weeks until it develops a rich, earthy scent. Taste each batch of starter vegetables, then you remove it so you get a feel for how, how it changes as it ferments. After two weeks, it should be microbial active enough to produce proper pickles. You can start to leave your vegetables overnight to start pickling. If they still taste very salty and not yet sour, leave them for one or two more days to continue fermenting. As it matures, You'll be able to pickle smaller vegetables in two to four hours and large to larger vegetables in six to eight hours or overnight. To prevent your rice bran bed from getting too soggy is to add a handful of organic dried soybeans to the mix. The beans absorb excess moisture and impart a mild flavour. It is also a good idea to air out the mix on occasion, stirring it up with your hands or a spoon. Vegetables to be pick, pickled should be completely embedded in the rice bran and left in the pickling medium for no more than two days. The finished pickles should be bright in colour, limp but crunchy, and possess a subtle aroma and earthy aftertaste. Good pickles are only slightly salty and have a delightful tangy flavour to them. It takes some effort to keep the pickling bed in good shape. For instance, in summer your bed can sprout a little bit of bloom like that white bloom. If that happens, you just pluck out the mould and the air out the bed and add a bit of fresh rice bran.
But once you learn how to combine fermented foods like anything else, it takes many introductions to develop a taste for something new. We just love that each time we make something fermented, it comes out slightly different. The longer vegetables can ferment, I'm talking in the bottles now, I'm going past the Japanese pickles, and the type of container used changes the result. You'll get different flavours, different textures, and apparently optimised growth of probiotics. The taste of fermentation may not be for everyone, but the health benefits are. Have fun experimenting and enjoy the fruits of your fermenting fun with family and friends. Just light a candle and give thanks for life's bounty.